get busy. sport this weekend i was just and and even right now there's even more because i'm watching my fantasy in nrl situation and my boy cam oh hollage did he <laughs> did he get Ackers. yeah he got it oh ekla austin ekla just got a touchdown okay oh, strap yourself and this will be a fun podcast <laughs> took a touchdown pass that's eight that's eight point two fantasy points for me guys is that how it works so, hang, so you're playing nfl fantasy and then you've selected it last week. So this is the first round, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm up against Joe Jury, whose team is Belichick, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> the Coosers versus Belichick, my balls this week in the round one of our fantasy. The Coosers. In the, the Finkel Clutch, Clutcher League. What? This feels probably The Coosers going up against Belichick, my balls. So fantasy. So you've selected a team, yeah. and you had a draft, and you've had, had all the players in the league in it. You've that got, I was barely on the back foot after that draft. Well, what, because you just got fucking hammered? We got hammered. Yeah. Well, physically, you drank too much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And, and then Mania Stewart just came in, never done fantasy before, and was picking purely on people with a terrible moral record. Yeah. And, and he, he, he's, he's predicted to win 15-0. and 0, But anyway, that's, that, that's, that's by the by. Um, I'm currently down 39 Point nine six um, to forty four point six four against Belichick, my balls. All right, well, keep oh, us posted on that. Yeah, yeah. I will. I got, I got a few t- people to play it, mate. Keep, make sure you works. keep an eye on it. Jesus, I shouldn't have gone with Tyler Higby. And then, does the round finish at the end of today after today's game? Yeah, there's, yeah, okay, yeah. There's one more game on Monday. Oh, cool. Okay, so yeah. that finishes up, and then at the end of that, who's got the highest score, obviously wins that, and then yeah. you just move on to versing someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I understand. I've got to say that I picked the whole New Orleans Saints defence, and they've, they've got me some good points so far. Anyway, anyway, I'll keep you uh, I'll keep you guys updated to see how I go against Belichick, my balls. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear that about that, actually, considering that at the moment, you know sometimes there's nothing going on yeah. in the world of sport. In fact, there's nothing going on in the world. There are yeah. long periods of time in New Zealand mm. where there's just absolutely nothing. Yeah. At the moment, would it kill them just to space things out a little bit? I don't yeah. know. Like, I feel like there's a cricket World Cup coming up. There's a rugby World Cup going on. Yeah. There's Belichick, my balls going on. I mean, that's yep. crucial. Everyone's there's talking. an NPC happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone's talking about NPC. There's an election. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's El Nino. Like, could it just, I mean, would it kill El Nino to hold back? For six months or so, but why? Everything is too much. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, there's too, too much. Yeah. Well, how many people were at the um, Canterbury versus Auckland NPC game on? Was it Friday night or Saturday? I believe it was 124. <laughs> they're the last rank. rank they're the last cab <laughs> off the rank, aren't they? NPC. So even, even Canterbury Auckland, which is historically, I went to a Canterbury Auckland game at Eden Park that was completely rammed. A few years ago, it was completely packed. Remember, and it pissed down with rain. Far out. Is, is it saying anything? Well, well actually, it says a lot about. It's complicated, obviously, because there's a rugby world cup going on at the moment. So whatever's happening in the NPC is pales in comparison. Clearly, so it's even harder for them this year. But is it any of any concern to New Zealand rugby that you get six thousand people along to a first fifteen game at the moment? Yeah, like those first fifteen games are everybody's that they. It's really hard to find parks, and they've got real problems around crowd yeah. control. Yeah, for yeah, those. yeah, yeah. And yet, you've got cones set up at Eden Park for 
and, and like free free trains and stuff for 124 people who are turning up to watch an NPC game. Did they still put the cones out for that? Actually, you they live around there. They didn't actually put the cones out for that. Oh, well, hooray. Yeah, normally Auckland Transport, which is an evil organisation, Auckland Transport. There's no two ways about it. I just found some more stuff that they're up to. So They're about the most hated organisation um, in New Zealand. They believe that you are morally inferior if you drive a car, and therefore Auckland Transport, whose job is to make it easier for us to get around, in their heart and soul, they need to punish you for having a car, even though they have provided no other options for anyone to get around. Well, I think the worst part about it is uh, there's faceless people. Yeah, <laughs> it's, faceless, it's unelected assholes. It's completely faceless. That's that's a big problem. Well, if you if you live anywhere near a train track in Auckland, who are these people making these decisions? They're, they're, they're going to shut down the train. You know, the train tracks that go through with the 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 bing 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 yep. bing 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 bing. They're being shut down. So so they'll just be gone. So oh, you just have to drive a, oh, around. Interesting one. Yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because it's, an, organi- really it's an organization. Script. They actually have quite a they have quite an effect on your life. It turns out. Yeah. But if you don't like the effect that they're having on your life, because we live in a you know yeah. democracy and stuff, who do you vote out? Yeah. Well, that's who, the thing. What, and also, I think I think people always assume they 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 take on these mantles and they assume a moral authority, but also there is a feeling of power. They get power subjecting people. You know, because they have their great initiatives that they do that make them feel good about themselves and make them feel like they've they've done something for the world. But there's a little bit of them, I think, that gets barred up at the power, seeing that they've slowed everyone out of the city to 30 kilometres an hour. To do that, to, to, to strangle someone like that, you have to enjoy. You have it's a slightly sadistic. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the Marc de Sade. Yeah, you know, the Marc de Sade. The Marc de Sade. The Marc de Sade. The Marc de Sade. The Marquis de Sade? Mm, Marquis de Sade. The Marquis de Sade would have worked in Auckland Transport if he was in New Zealand now, instead of just... I love the Marquis de Sade. Are you guys across the... Mash, are you across... And, and Ruta, are you guys across the Marquis de Sade? Do you know, I, do you know about the Marquis de Sade? No, I don't. Are you familiar with them at all? where the term sadism comes from. He was this absolute French per- pervert just before the revolution. Oh, okay. And right through the revolution. Somehow he managed to be a total aristocratic pervert mm. that managed to... S- Managed to save himself from being guillotined. He was really lucky on that one, but constantly in prison. Like I, what I really like about the Marquis de Sade is his commitment to the cause, because he had just been in prison for for a long, long time mm. for disgusting, depraved acts. He gets out and immediately whips up an orgy, um, <laughs> yeah. with yeah. some homemade bl- butt plugs. He loved being. He, gets, he loved <laughs> a butt plug. He is massive on a butt plug. This is no. a French guy in the yeah. late seventeen hundreds. Oh jeez. He was up. also huge on the whipping. Yeah, loved yeah. a whipping. He loved whipping and being whipped. He loved. <laughs> Sorry, this is having sex it. and having sex and someone having sex with him. His wife was like long suffering. She'd be like, "Mate, again with the his book, one hundred and twenty days of Sodom." Great uh, book. Great book. He he it, it, like that book. Apparently, one hundred and twenty days of Sodom because it's banned in New Zealand for a very long time, banned in England for a very long time. Apparently, it's a tough read. <laughs> oh, so he's an author, was he? Yeah, he's an oh, author right. and a nobleman. They, they're sort of saying that because what his, his idea was that sexuality, which is the modern idea, but in in the 1700s, this was a very controversial theory. Mm. Sexuality, you don't choose it. He his theory was we are born the way we are in terms of our sexual predilections. Um, yes. So we, some people might like men, some people like, might like women, and women might like men, and some women might like women, et cetera, et cetera. And we can't, you, then that is just something that you are. And you shouldn't hold, 
you sh- you shouldn't um, be punished for something that you are. That and was yet, his that was his theory. And yet right? he was at one point he was in prison for thirteen years. Yeah. So that was his theory, which was, mm. at the time was completely Sodom. very progressive how, how people thought. So we now think like the Marquis de Sade, but he basically went to prison for his thought, his ideas around that, and a whole lot of other yeah, crap that he did terrible too. stuff he did. Um, so, one hundred and twenty days of Sodom is set in a remote medieval castle high in the mountains and surrounded by forests detached from the rest of the world. The novel takes place over five months, November to March. Four wealthy um, libertines lock themselves in the castle, the Chateau de Céline, along with a number of victims and accomplices. And uh, then they just... They just have orgies. Since they, 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 the sensations produced by the organs of hearing are the most erotic, they intend to listen to various tales of depravity from four veteran prostitutes, which will inspire them to engage in similar practices. So they bring four veteran prostitutes and get them to describe the most disgusting things that had happened to them, mm-hmm. and then they commit those things on with, each other. Yeah, on each other, and also with their other, um, yeah. they have servants and things that yeah. live in there yeah. with them. So, yeah. would you not get bored got, of that after a while? That's the, mar- the thing oh, I'll say to ask the Marquis de Sade. The Marquis de Sade eventually got shot, didn't he, by one of the fathers of one of the servants, because... This this girl didn't want to leave. She loved hanging out with the Marquis de Sade. There was a whole lot of people that did, and they got into the stuff, but her dad turned up and shot him. Jesus Christ, yeah. some pictures coming up here. Mar- Marquis de Sade. Right, okay, okay. Yeah. feel like he wouldn't survive a culture review, the Marquis de Sade. No, there were some problems. Mm, um, but problematic. look, as I said, some of his ideas were, and they, they reckon that he, from an underground position, he actually shaped a lot more of the European Enlightenment than what people kind of give him credit. He's a very important figure historically now that we look back because he was a hundred percent committed to this idea well at he, a time, ha- he ha- wasn't interested he was, it, a, he was an uh he was a atheist like a real old school good old school atheist in fact he actually hated religion with a passion yeah he was, was caught, very he was caught urinating on crosses that was one of the things that happened to him we got he got shipped off to prison because they they caught him in a room with about five or six prostitutes and um, he was urinating on yeah, crucifixes. Urinated on statues and of back Jesus then, and stuff. Like, back, I mean, you can get away with that kind of stuff now, but in, 17, in well. 1780, you can't be hiring 25 prostitutes and then urinating on, on crucifixes. No. no. He, he's amazing because he was also imprisoned by three different uh, regimes, wasn't he? Three different <laughs> French regimes. Um, Napoleon um, put him in prison. Yep. The guy before Napoleon, who Napoleon ousted in that bloody... Revolution and the guy before him who was ousted in some horrific so three, three different, you know, three different authorities who are so like, different all went. This guy is not good, man. We've got to chuck him in jail. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Come on, Marky Desai, can you just keep it in your pants, just <laughs> briefly?" And at one point, I was reading this. Um, <laughs> briefly, mate. Uh, this uh, uh, there's a great um, the rest <laughs> is history podcast on him, but they were reading out this this description of <laughs> a guard that came into his room. This was like near the end of his life when he'd been in prison for a long time because thirty years, thirty in, years in total, in total. Yeah, but near the end of his life, he was in prison again and. And then the, 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 the prison guard comes in and describes the butt plug he's fashioned for himself. Out of wax. Out of wax. He's made this massive butt plug in his room. And we're like, mate, Mark, he decided, like, you just. He, he said that it still, had the, it still had the remnants of um, a, a horrific act. It had been yeah, soiled. So it, was, it had soil. It had. Yeah. What about his 1797 um, novel? I think it's called Juliet. Oh, yeah. And in that one, the idea is that if you only do evil stuff, good stuff happens to you. Yeah. So there's two sisters, one who's a depraved sexual monster that lies and cheats and and does everything disgusting and constantly gets rewarded for it. And there's the other one, Juliet, who's a 
really well behaved and every time she does something good she so gets punished ruins, something yeah. ever happens so then finally she does just does i think near the end of the book she does something depraved and is immediately rewarded yeah and then the happy ending is like um just basically being a nymphomaniac is the way to go oh god okay, yeah, we've got to take a quick break if it's right and we'll come back to this it's actually the other way around it's 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 justine yeah there's justine and juliet that's right yeah and Juliet's the virtuous one, and Justine's the dirty. Well, dog. wasn't wasn't the wasn't oh sorry yeah wasn't Justine a novel by someone else? And then uh, yeah, and yeah, it yeah, was based right, yeah. and he yeah, wrote right, yeah. the opposite of that. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah just yeah, sorry yeah that's right. So Justine was a British novel about yeah. how if you do everything virtuous, everything good comes. Yeah. And the Marquis decided said nah, <laughs> wrote a book called Juliet where it's the opposite, which is basically um, Juliet follows a pattern of violently pornographic um, activities, including. At whilst talking at length uh, philosophical topics such as theology, morality, um, naturalism, and uh, fatalism, uh, but there's also a lot of sodomy. Yeah, so he was he was a lover of sodomy. Um, but the so other thing he with loved the it. Desire, he absolutely he, loved it. The monkey decided he was quite um, the way he thought about the world. He, was he, very, he thought everything was made up of um, molecules of molecules, which is it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that basically the strongest survive, which is a well. A well some people, he, he was seen for the long time. He sort of sort of raised up as a feminist icon because he believed in woman's sexuality, and he believed men and women and all races were equal, but equally depraved was his thing. So, so he 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 was initially held up in 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 some ways, and and seen to be kind of like the first person to sort of see everyone as equal in in some ways, and wrote about stuff. But then it turned out that. A lot of his um, prostitutes and people were fourteen-year-old girls. So, so then the feminists kind of went, "Well, that's not great, is it, Marquis de Sade?" Yeah, but I no. don't think he ever thought that he was—he was never trying to be virtuous. No, he was never saying, "Well, I'm something that everyone." No, and, be. and and generally in a situation like this, he was the one taking the beating and and, and having the butt plug inserted oh, violently. Mm. He he really got the um, rough end of the stick on any one of his orgies that Excuse he put me? together. So yeah. to speak, like literally, <laughs> literally, he was organising an or, or, an orgy that would be a torrid affair for him. <laughs> it's a bit of a Plumley Walker, really, isn't it? Oh, he's a classic Plumley Walker situation. Yeah, Marky yeah. yeah he, he wasn't found, was he? Floating down the Hocker Falls. Well, Jerry texted me in the weekend and said, hmm. "This check, and this is telling about Jerry." He texted me and said, "The Marky Desart is the best of us." That's what you texted. Uh, excuse me. Did you, Jerry? <laughs> is that uh, ex- correct? Do we want to go back over and have that? a look at that history of that text? I think you find where did that where did that text originate from? Was it your phone or my phone? Well, let's just have a look at this text. I think, I think we'll find it. it it's a, hey, so hey, what know, about what about in the weekend? You didn't respond to this because um, Minnie, um, my friend Cass's daughter, grabbed my phone on the weekend when we were having lunch and started peppering Jeremy with pictures of herself, and I thought. I thought that is risky. Like a a twelve year old girl grabbing a phone and starting firing pictures around. It's it's risky, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. I saw that. I saw that. You you said, but I didn't. I actually, what happened was I didn't get the initial picture until yeah. it came through. When right. I saw it, it had the explanation with it. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, that makes. Oh, sense. actually, you know, it was me that texted. Sorry, I'll take that back. It was me that texted you. Boy, a lot of code chat between you and me in the weekend. The screes of rugby analysis. <laughs> um. Like this great text from me. The All Blacks had far more carries 
654 to 422. A lot more carries over the gain line. Hey, 69 to 42. They beat get, twice as many can defenders. Can I ask you a question? 32 to 16. That text. You got destroyed in the territory game, and France playing 61% of the match in the All Blacks half. They okay. didn't kick a hell of a lot more, but they kicked further, and when they uh, did go contestable, they won the ball back. That was, that's a good so, text to so get from a friend. Were you that text? And I, yeah. I wondered this when I got it. There were so many stats: six, six fifty four to four two two, sixty nine to forty two, thirty two to sixteen. Did you? Were you at that stage? Because you're getting these stats, right? Did you? Was that a? Was that a? Um, copy and. Yeah, what website did you copy and paste? Yeah, there was a copy was, and paste, or were you actually coming up with those stats and seeing? No, I was reading. I was, I was reading those stats and then and then just key stats and then sharing, sharing just just a bit of analysis. There's a lot it's actually yeah, on the a lot in that on the back of the sports section on the New Zealand Herald today, Monday Sport, uh, six fifty four to four twenty two and beat twice as many defenders thirty two to six. So oh, did right. you send that before <laughs> this is in the Herald though, or did you? Because that was this morning's Herald. So that's in this morning's Herald. Oh. Very sad. That's insane. That's very oh. similar analysis from me. Holy moly. Liam Napier ripped you off. Hey, wow, um, that is the same analysis. So here we go. Look here. So, hey, holy shit. Oh, no, okay, look. So I opened, the, I opened this text conversation with Beautiful. you. Holy shit, the Marquis Dessard is a loose unit. And you said, crazy cunt, all right. <laughs> Excuse me? And I, and I responded, so much time in prison. And you responded, I think prison varied in way, shape, and form for the Marquis Dessard. I responded, so did the butt plugs here you fashioned for himself in the prison. And then you responded, the dildo horns were also interesting. <laughs> yeah, he had these horns. <laughs> so tell us about these. I'm intrigued by dildo, He was really interested in dildo horns. And I responded, I liked his conviction. He liked sodomy orgies and beating and being <laughs> sit on by prostitutes for hours. And he was willing to face the consequences for his actions. And you responded, the marquee decided was the best of us. No. Jerry, and then I responded, he was certainly before, ahead of his time. No, he's certainly certainly I said he was son. certainly before his time. <laughs> and then you yeah. sent me a picture of one of historic. Oh. Hey, it's a slippery slope. Us opening our text conversations. <laughs> this out is dangerous. It. Actually, oh. there's a lot of this is true. This could go bad. Yeah. This, this could go south real super quick. Super dangerous. A lot of talk about the Marquis Desard and also some really serious code chat. <laughs> That's that's the future. Both yeah. the Marquis de Sade and Matt Heath's code chat ahead of its time. So, yeah. so fantastic. Because yeah. the Marquis de Sade, just back to him just quickly. <laughs> yep. He we'll was he was a big fan of Friedrich Nietzsche, right? Nietzsche. And Nietzsche's, or Nietzsche, his main philosophy was the exemplary human being must craft his or her own identity through self-realization and do so without relying on anything transcending that life, such as God or our soul. Now, apparently soul. that... I tell you, our soul was a big key point for that. Our soul. But <laughs> that was a big call in, se- in the 1700s. That was a big call because essentially everything was going through the church at that point. Yeah, so yeah. you had to go to God. God was... Yeah, you had to believe in religious ideas. And if you didn't believe that your only way to salvation was through religion... And the church, then you—that was bad. So, but, but hang that on, was was, a reason, that's a reasonable idea that Nietzsche came up with. Wasn't but it? wasn't Friedrich, Friedrich Nietzsche Nietzsche after? I thought Friedrich Nietzsche was later he was, than than than. Oh, the, was too, was he? Than, than the. So did he the, have his ideas from Marquis? Oh, he I was thought, born I thought, on the 1844. I think Friedrich right. Nietzsche got some of his ideas from, from the, the Marquis de Sade. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. I reckon one of Friedrich Nietzsche's fa- quotes means more now than it ever than it ever did when he wrote it in eighteen. What about 1890? He wrote, whoever fights monsters should see to it that in the process he does not become a monster and if you gaze long enough into an abyss, the abyss will gaze back at you. That is basically this, isn't it? Battling ye not with monsters lest 
you become a monster staring into the abyss and the abyss will stare what, back this at podcast? you. Yeah, this podcast? Yeah. Oh, this phone I was holding up. But yeah, oh. this, I think this podcast is a bit like that. But I thought staring Friedrich Nietzsche said, battle ye not with monsters lest ye become a monster. Not whoever fights monsters should see it to it that in the process he does not become a monster. I guess that's a oh, translation that is, that's out of terrible. German. Yeah, you've just chucked ye in there. Oh, ye to sound more. What? what, what? <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Ye's formed by the way, so it loom large over the yeah. kind of, you know... 1700s. 1700s. Yeah. You don't need Long yeah because if you're saying if you're like Friedrich Nietzsche and you're writing battle ye not with monsters, lest <laughs> ye become a monster. Battle. All not you need with to say monsters. is all you need to say is don't battle with monsters, yeah. or you will become a monster. Yeah, you but don't need ye, to go, you don't need to go ye and ye up the wazo. <laughs> yeah, ye's quite good though for just making it seem a bit more prophetic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll start doing that on the show tomorrow, maybe. Ye Marky Desard was the best of us. What about up ye was? Could we? Is ye the? No, it's ye. It's like you, all of Is you. It you? Battle or you the? not. It's like you. It's like up everyone. you warriors. Oh, yeah. So they'd add it in, like battle ye not with monsters. Is so ye the plural of you? Old English for the. Ye. Oh. I've got here. But that doesn't make sense. Well, battle someone you says not. Old English for you. So. Yeah. It's you. It's a, but uh, it's you, but everyone. So battle ye oh. not. With monsters, you could definitely go with up you warriors. Then up, up you warriors. warriors. Hey, would up it you kill them to not have you? Would like you know use? You know how yeah. people go. What are yous up to? Yeah, you know, like you plural. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Use. Yeah. What are yous up to? Yeah, it's way better than saying you. Yeah, guys. It's more. It's more direct. It's it's but, better English, really. And yet, and yet, if you do say use, what are yous up to? You sound real dumb. Yeah. But really, it's actually quite. But it's actually much better. It's, it's better because it's progressive. A plural. It's ahead of its time. Yeah. What, what are you up to? Yeah. Is so there, what, there's a lot. Of, is, was what anyone are you up to? Was anyone holding any Marky Dessard signs up at the um, <laughs> at the Wars in the weekend? I think they find him a problematic person. <laughs> in that's the word. What's now the crossover between Warriors fans and Marky Dessard fans? Not huge. That mm. kind of is it, what's the graph where you've got the two circles and there's yeah. the overlap. There's yeah. not yeah. a huge Venn diagrams. Yeah, there's no. not, the, the Venn diagram crossovers are very. Is the Mount Smart Joker? He looks like he'd be into some of that <laughs> Marky Desired stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. How much does Nietzsche look like the Fuckamana Express? He's got the he's got the moustache. Looks a lot like the Fuckamana yeah. Express to me. Frederick Nietzsche, sad guy, but um, his book Beyond Good and Evil. It's a good read. Anyway, should we call it there? Right. Okay. Okay, all right. All right. And his book, The Antichrist, oh, is also good. God. All right, okay. God help us. Okay, God help us. Up the marquee to side. <laughs>